You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and this is episode two. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing today? So this episode here is going to serve as the first episode in a four-part series. Now, as I explained before, I'm a podcast coach. And one of the requirements for me to become a coach was that I had to have a framework that would not only deliver results for myself, but deliver results for my clients. There's a lot of coaches out there that just, they don't have any framework. They don't have any real way to help you. It's just, you go and you talk to them and they come up with suggestions and that can be really hit or miss. So what I decided to do was model really good coaches that are out there, coaches that I know that have gotten really phenomenal results for their clients. And every single one of them without fail has a framework that they follow. Tony Robbins has a framework. Brendan Burchard has a framework. Brooke Castillo, she has a framework. All all of these great people that are doing great things, getting real results, every single one of them has a framework. So now when this four-part series is over, you will have my framework that you can use to really elevate or level up your podcast for that matter. So that way you can really start using your podcast, understanding what it can do for your business, uh, as well as to be able to use it as a real tool to serve those that you have been called to serve. So with that, let's start talking about the framework. Now, my framework is a three-step framework that can turn any podcast into a powerful marketing machine for your business. How I came across this three-step framework, and I shared this in episode one, I started my podcast back in 2016. It went into pod fade. Now, the only thing that made me believe that podcasting could be a viable tool for my business was the fact that I actually got a five-figure client from it, but I didn't understand how. I didn't understand any of the mechanics that went behind it, and because I didn't understand how it worked I could not replicate the success of it, right? To be able to consistently say, okay, well, with every 10 episodes, I'll get one five-figure client. If I knew that, <laughs> I, would have, I would have definitely not slipped into pod fade. That is for sure. But because I could not understand what it was that I had done in that particular podcast episode, I just could not sustain it. It was just too much. It would take years before I finally sat down and said, you know what, I need to hire some kind of a marketing coach or sales coach because I don't understand how this works. I'm a struggling entrepreneur. I'm trying to make my business work. And when you're, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur, you are wearing every hat in your business. You are the marketing guy. You're the social media manager. You are the salesperson, right? And more often than not, you are the one that's delivering a product or a service to a customer. So I understand how to build products. I understand processes. I understand systems, but the marketing and sales world really wasn't working for me. On top of that, I intuitively understood that the entire podcast production process needed refinement and I needed help with that. 
So for that, I actually started working with a time management expert. So let's knock these things out one at a time so you can learn what the framework is. And I will be diving more into details on these for the episodes that are going to be following. The first step to having a successful podcast, one that really works well for your business, can really level up what it is that you're trying to do, is the mindset. Mindset is the most important thing when it comes to just about anything in life, whether it's your relationships, your finances, your business, whatever it is, but your mindset going in is is the key determining factor whether you are going to be successful or not at what it is that you want to do. If you go into something believing that it will not work, nine times out of 10, it will not work. It's just that easy. Now, when I got into podcasting back in the day, I really didn't have a mindset. My mentor at the time told me to create a podcast to help me to differentiate myself in the marketplace. In other words, I just had a podcast because I thought a podcast would be a good thing to have. Unfortunately, when I got into it and I started learning about podcasting, I didn't have the right mindset for it. And that's because I really didn't understand how to use it as a tool. I more or less was hoping that this would be the ticket to fulfill my dreams. I'll produce a podcast. Eventually, I'll get a million downloads every single episode, and I can just, you know, live off sponsorships for the rest of my life, right? Just live fat and happy. But you know what? If that was maybe 2010 or 2012, that might have happened, but it wasn't. This was 2016, and I repeated the same process in 2018 and 2020 when I started my next few podcasts, and ultimately they wound up going into Pod Fade. So, with that being said, the podcast mindset is the most powerful step in understanding how a podcast can help your business. Now that you've got the right mindset to understand how your podcast can help, the next step in that process is the business reason behind your podcast. As I said before, I created a podcast to differentiate myself in the marketplace, but that simply wasn't enough. Just to tell people, oh, I have a podcast and nobody else in my vertical does isn't enough for them to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to do business with this guy, right? So I didn't understand the business reason behind it, right? What was the purpose that my podcast was serving in my business? Now, one of the things that my marketing and sales expert, he exposed me to so much during our conversation, but one of the things that he exposed me to was the fact that marketing has a funnel, right? When somebody finds your content online, your marketing has a funnel, just like your sales process typically has a funnel. People find you, they interact with you, they you know, look at your content, whatever it is, but marketing has a funnel. What I did is my approach was that podcasting was my marketing funnel, and that's simply not the case. A funnel has different stages in it. Different content serves different purposes. The content that you post as an Instagram reel or a TikTok is far different than what a podcast episode is. 
Now, because I was treating my podcast like the entire funnel, this explains why, first off, it would take 16 to 18 months to see any results with my podcast, which I could not wait that long. But I was incorrectly using the tool, thinking that it was going to help me to be able to grow my business. I've got bills to pay this month, not 18 months from now. So what I decided to do was say, you know what? I need to figure out how podcasting fits into my marketing funnel. What stage of marketing does my podcast fit into? Once I determined that, once I understood that relationship, first off, I was able to figure out how to use it in more than one area of the marketing funnel, but I was really able to fine tune it and be able to understand, okay, this is the business purpose behind the podcast. And now that I understand that, I know the metrics of success that I need to measure in order to see if my podcast is effectively working or not. And believe it or not, your podcast can be wildly successful even if you don't have many downloads. This brings us to the next step in the process, the final step, and I call this simple podcast production. Now, when I was producing an episode, one of the big things that I experienced was the fact that it was taking me 12 hours to do an episode. And working with a time management expert, one of the first things she asked me is, what is your process? Show me your process, which I could not do. The entire process was locked in my head. So because I didn't have the process like mapped out, I did not understand what it was that I was doing. I could not see what it was doing. I was just repeating the same activities over and over and over again. What I had done is I had created actually a very inefficient process around creating podcast episodes. A lot of this was based on what the podcast gurus had taught me. They will teach, actually anybody on the planet, people will teach what it is that they know. And so for these podcast gurus that were out there, they were teaching what they knew. And that is based on learning how to create a podcast back in 2010 and 2012. But you know, since between then and now, a lot has changed. Right? They have been able to hire teams of people to be able to produce their particular episode. They're talking about using the same software uh, today. And this is, as of this episode, this is 2022. But they're talking about using the same software that they had back in 2010 and 2012. Man, the podcasting landscape has changed so much. Processes have changed so much. There are so many great tools out there that we can leverage and use to be able to make our entire podcast production that much more efficient. And how can we get tools to work for us rather than us working for the tools? Of course, the result of this was that my podcast production went from 12 hours down to two. Now, maybe your podcast production time is four hours or six hours or even eight hours. If you don't know what it is, I would highly recommend that you map it out. And of course, we will talk more about this in a future episode. But the moral of the story was that if you could save yourself four hours a week, six hours a week, in my case, 10 hours a week, what would that be? What would that mean to you? What could you do with that extra time? Right? Could you take another sales call? Could you make another discovery call? Could you perhaps make some more content to share out onto other people's platforms? Or could you spend more time with your family? 
So these are some of the really great things that can happen to you once you understand and nail down your podcast production process. So that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the three-step framework that I created that not only continues to get real results for me, but also gets real results for my client. Step number one, the podcast mindset. That is the most important. Step number two, finding the perfect business reason for your podcast. And step number three, understand how you can make a podcast much easier, the simple podcast production methodology. Now, for this particular process, and I will share this with you because I'm hoping to follow her story on this particular podcast. I was working with a client just the other day whose podcast had just slipped into Pod Fade. And she told me that before our session working together that she almost canceled it because she was so burned out on the entire podcasting experience all the way through. Once we went through these three steps, once we had a chance to talk about her pain points and where she was hung up and her viewpoints of podcasting, how that understood, she got off that call and she was beyond excited. So for her, I will be reporting back how she is doing with her particular podcast. So that way we can kind of keep track and see how it goes. I already see the success in the podcast that I create, and this framework here can get you success as well. With that being said, I'm going to draw this episode to a close. I hope you're all doing well, and I'll catch you in the next episode.